Hi, I'm Jojakevich, and welcome to the Story Lanes podcast, the podcast where, well, the podcast where things are a little different than they were last season. You see, a funny thing happened on the way to season two. As you know, if you were a listener, season one was all about analyzing great screenplays, the better to gain an understanding of how to write a great script. Now, you have to figure I had a reason for doing that. I mean, we're screenwriters. There's always subtext, right? So this season, we're going into that subtext. And the subtext was, I'm going to take all that knowledge I gained from studying great screenplays and use it to produce a feature film. Yes, you heard that right. I am now in the early stages of producing a feature film. And it's my intention to make this season of the podcast all about making that film. I'm going to share what it's like to make an independent film over the course of these episodes. I intend to be as honest as I can, though clearly there are some things I won't be able to share in a podcast. But I will share what I am doing, how things are going, even some of the materials I produce to try to pitch this film to investors, and hopefully you'll be along for the ride as I produce a feature. Now occasionally I'll also be doing interviews with some of the people who get involved in this project. As you can imagine, it takes a lot of people to make a film. I plan to introduce some of them to you. Wow, you might say, making a feature, that's kind of a big reach. What inspired you to do this? And that's the subject of this episode. Because after all, one of the first things any movie has to do is introduce the protagonist and his want. We will keep to that tradition with this podcast and use this first episode to introduce you to the protagonist and his motivations. And since I am the protagonist, that means this episode is going to be all about me and how, somewhere in my mid-fifties, I've come to a place where I intend to produce a feature film. Now, I've always had an interest in the narrative arts. I always wrote stories, I was one of the theater kids in high school, and I acted in a lot of plays in college. But unlike a lot of famous directors, I never made fictional movies with a family movie camera. Oh, we had a movie camera when I was growing up, but somehow I was never all that interested in using it for narrative purposes. But I loved the theater and I spent significant amounts of my spare time at it. So I might have stumbled into film if life hadn't come along and handed me another path. And that path, well, right out of college, I married my high school sweetheart and we started a family pretty much right away. So there I was in my 20s with a wife and new family, and there wasn't really all that much time for narratives, especially when I started going to grad school at night. So my time was spent raising my family and starting a career as a software engineer, and that didn't leave any time for theater or film or anything like that. At best, I could work out some of my storytelling needs through role-playing games and telling bedtime stories to my kids. Flash forward about 20 years. My nest was emptying, my career sufficiently established that it didn't take up all the hours in my day, and now I had time to get reacquainted with some of those activities that gave me joy when I was younger. Once again, I got involved in theater, community theater in this case, where I started doing some acting. And then came a weekend that changed my life. Some friends that I knew from a play I was in said, we're doing this thing this weekend called the 48-Hour Film Project. That means we make a movie in a weekend. Want to come help? Now, I knew nothing about making movies, but I could act and it sounded like fun, and I didn't have anything else to do that weekend. 
So I said, sure. I even had a camera that could do video, though I only used it for photos, which means that the night before the shoot, I was reading up the camera manual, figuring out how do I take video with this thing? Now, let me take a moment to talk about the 48-hour film project, since it played such a pivotal role for me. The 48-hour film project is a competition where teams make a short film in a weekend. Every creative aspect of making that film has to be done within the weekend. You write it, you film it, and you edit it, all in 48 hours. It does make for a pretty intense weekend, but I strongly recommend it. It's a great experience, and at the end of the weekend, you have a film. Now, a little more detail. On Friday evenings, teams gather somewhere local. Each team is assigned a genre. Then all teams are given the elements, a character name and job, a prop, and a line of dialogue. For example, one year I got Film Noir, an architect named Pete or Penny Wilts, a flower, and the line, You don't have a clue, do you? And now you have the weekend to make a movie containing those elements and the movie has to be four to seven minutes long. And if you want to see what I did with those elements, there's a link on storylanes.com. So anyway, back to that magical weekend. My first 48. There I was on a film crew. Acting, but also shooting some film, doing pretty much whatever the director asked me to do to make that film happen. And we succeeded. We made a movie in a weekend. Now, the movie was okay, but it wasn't great. But that weekend, oh, that weekend changed my life. Because until that weekend, it never occurred to me that it was possible to make a movie with a camera that I already owned and with people that I knew. Somehow, making a movie was something that was done far off in Hollywood with multi-million dollar budgets. It wasn't something within my grasp. Except, now it was. And that completely blew me away. And I became obsessed. Now, that first movie, it was almost exactly eight years ago now. And since then, I've spent a significant chunk of my free time learning all the skills of movie making. I learned how to write scripts. I learned how to edit. I learned cinematography and sound recording and a whole host of other skills that are required to make a movie. I took classes and I read books and I listened to podcasts. I even made a podcast, as you know, because you're listening to season two of it right now. I went to filmmaker networking events and met other filmmakers. I went to screenwriting conventions. And I worked on movies, doing any job I could. I was a production assistant, running errands. I was a director of photography, running the camera. I was assistant director, keeping the trains running on time. I edited an hour-long documentary. I was a sound recordist. I was a drone pilot on a short film. I did little video jobs for friends and even a couple of paid gigs. I got as much experience doing as much movie-making stuff as I could. And I directed many shorts, over 20 at this point. And from each one, I learned something important. And each one made me a better director and a better filmmaker. Now, many of those films were for the 48-hour film project. I became director of my 48 team, and we've gotten damn good at making 48s. We've even won some awards, some big ones. One of our films won Best Picture for our city, which means that it played at Filmapalooza, the annual film festival where all the best 48s in the world are played. Last year it was in Rotterdam in the Netherlands, right before the world shut down. So one of the last movies I saw in a movie theater 
was a movie that I directed, and I saw it in a movie theater in the Netherlands. How cool is that? Now you add it all up, and at this point, I've become a fairly competent filmmaker. And I finally feel ready to take the next step, to make something long-form, to direct my own feature film. And I've also learned exactly what I most want to do on film. That really is one of the most important things that I've learned. While I enjoy just about any job on a film set, some are, some are special. Now don't get me wrong. I mean, I'll happily work any job. I love filmmaking. It's a true calling. Ask me to point a camera or hold a boom and I'm there. But the part that I like most are the ones that are most closely connected to the story. And that primarily means three things. It means screenwriting, where you create the first version of the story of the film. It means directing, because on the film set, the director is the person who owns the story, who is responsible for making sure that the story goes on film, and who is the final decider on what exactly that story will be. And it's editing, because it's the editor who actually creates the story by pulling together all the clips that were filmed during filming. Now, I love all things filmmaking, but the thing that I want to spend my life on is writing and directing and editing, forming a vision of the story in my head and working like a dog to bring it to life. But there's a problem here, and hey, of course there is, right? Because what kind of a story would this be if there weren't any obstacles? Remember that first 48-hour film project, the one that changed my life? I was 48 when that happened. I discovered the 48-hour film project at the age of 48. There's a certain symmetry to that. But it does mean that now, after these years of study and hard work, I'm in my mid-50s, wanting desperately to break into a business that favors the young, where it can be hard for an older person to get work even if they've already got years of professional experience in the biz. Now, I've tried to break into this business. I've spoken to managers, spoken to producers. I've taken classes on what it takes to break in. I've schmoozed with the pros. I've written several screenplays and entered them in competitions and even gotten some pretty high placements in those competitions. And I've come painfully close sometimes to breaking in. But close? Well, close is nice, but it's not really what I'm hoping for. So after beating my head against this wall for the last year, I finally concluded that this business isn't going to just throw open their arms and say, Joe, we love you. Come on in. Here, have a million dollars for your screenplay. So at some point, I decided it's time for Plan B. And Plan B, in this case, means writing and directing and editing my own independent feature. Just make a movie. I mean, it makes sense. Ultimately, that's what I want to do, become a writer-director of features. I've thought of many routes to take to get to that level, how I could start by selling a screenplay and then turning that into maybe directing the next screenplay. But really, why not skip all those intermediate steps and just write and direct a feature? I mean, that's what I want to do after all, so I should just do it, right? But there is a price to this choice, and that price is that I'll also have to produce the feature. Because persuading someone else to produce it, well, that gets back to the trying to sell my idea to someone, to get someone else involved. And that also means I'm handing over a fair amount of ownership to that producer, 
to give a degree of ownership to the movie that is going to be made. And really, what I want is to tell my story, not to have someone else tell it for me. So that means I'm going to have to produce this film. But more important, in doing this, I'll be following one of my top pieces of advice for people who want to make films. Do not give power to the gatekeepers. Just make what you want to make. Oh, you may have to make something that scales to your resources. I'm not going to be making a $100 million superhero extravaganza as an independent film. I'll have to plan this carefully to fit what I can do. But I'll be doing what I want to do. I'll be making a film, and no gatekeeper can stop me. It's about time I start listening to my own advice. So here we are. It's the end of Act One. We have a protagonist. He has a want. And now he has a plan. I'm going to produce an independent feature film. And you can be along for the ride, because I'm going to tell the story of how I produced that film in this podcast, and I'm going to tell it as I'm doing it. As of right now, I know the first steps I've taken, but I have no idea how this is all going to turn out. You can come along and learn it as I do. You can see the triumphs and the failures that I encounter over the next few months as I try and make this film a reality. Maybe this is all going to end with awards and by earning enough money that I can make the next film and the next and the next. But maybe it will collapse in anger and despair with nothing valuable ever being produced. Now I'm going to work like a dog to make sure that this succeeds. And if it fails, it won't be for lack of effort. But you just never know in this world, if we've learned nothing else in this past strange, strange year, it's that it's a fool's game to try and predict the future. So, want to join me on this adventure? Shall we see if I can successfully make a movie? Want to see what works for me and where I fall short? More important, are you thinking of producing your own feature film and you want to see the steps that I'm going through? You want to learn from my mistakes and benefit from the research that I've done into this process? Come on along. You are welcome to the ride. If nothing else, this is going to be quite an adventure. Now, because it's become a bit of a story lanes tradition, I'm going to keep up my practice of including three lessons with each episode. Only now, the lessons won't just be about writing screenplays. They'll be about making a film, or sometimes about living a life. Because here's the first lesson of this week's episode. Try as many things as you can, because you never know what's going to strike a spark. That weekend I helped make a 48-hour film, I had no idea what I was getting into. I couldn't imagine that one weekend would shape and enhance my life. Who knows what will happen with the next thing I try, or the next thing that you try. And the second lesson, it's never too late to find your calling. I always felt the lack of a calling in my life. Oh, I enjoyed building software, but I never felt it as a true calling. Making movies is my calling. I know that now, even if it took me almost 50 years to find it. What a wonderful surprise it was to me. And finally, one that is more directly applicable to filmmaking. Take the power from the gatekeepers. Don't waste all your time trying to persuade other people to let you do what you want. Just do it. You may not be able to do it at the same level you want to do it, and you may have to do a lot of other things you don't want to do to make it happen. But that doesn't matter, because if you want it bad enough, you'll be willing to do those other things. Do not beg the gatekeepers to let you in. Just make your own gate. And that's the lessons of this week. Now, a quick note. 
I'm going to try and do an episode a week of this podcast. But some of those episodes might be a little short, just quick touching bases episodes, while some might go into more depth on some key element of making the film, something I'm doing right now. Some may include interviews with the people I meet along the way, the people that I drag into helping make this dream a reality. This podcast is going to cover all the things that I'm doing to make this feature, and that's going to be a lot of different things. And I can't tell for sure right now what's going to end up in this podcast. That's part of the fun of it. But I can tell you what the next episode is going to be. The first thing that you need when making a film is you need a script. And I have a script, but I went through a fairly detailed process in producing the script that I wanted to make. I set out with particular criteria for that script. I came up with stories that I thought would match that criteria, and then I selected the story I wanted to write. I've got a script right now that I like and that has gotten some good feedback, but getting there took a lot of effort. Next week, we're going to talk about that process. We're going to talk about how I decided on what story to tell and how I produced the script for it. In the meanwhile, check us out at storylanes.com where you'll find the script of this episode and anything else that I think may be of interest at this point. Until then, this is Joe Jakevich of the Storylanes podcast. Talk at you later. Later.